Attention. Wow, it- that's so loud. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> In news that will shock absolutely no one i'm going into 2018 as a beyonce stan you've heard it here first i have officially joined the beehive why because this week beyonce shared photos on her blog in these photos b is standing in an elevator and to her right you see a security guard sitting on a chair and behind his chair what do you see Little gold shoes that belong to Blue Ivy. Now, this had the beehive believing that Beyonce put blue behind the security guard to have all the focus on herself. And this is truly my aesthetic. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I went to the Broad Museum in downtown Los Angeles last week. And in a room where everyone takes photos at the same time, I had my friends clear people out of the way so that I could be in the photo alone. I feel like Beyonce is me, and I feel like I am Beyonce, and I do believe that she did put Blue Ivy in the corner, not because Blue didn't want to be in the photo, but because Beyonce didn't want her to steal her shine. B, you've converted me, and this is the first episode of Extra Extra in 2018. Hello, and welcome back to Extra I'm your host, Jesse Esparza. And I'm Julian Gonzalez. Now, I'm very sorry that we didn't record last week. Listen, it's the holidays. I was out of town. You know, I was very busy. Mm-hmm. Julian was also very busy. Yeah, I was really busy sitting at home alone. Watching a ton of I movies. Went, I went and saw The Shape of Water. As everyone knows, I've never seen a Star Wars. I went and saw Star wow. Wars. Julian really had nothing else. I really had nothing <laughs> to do. Uh, uh, yeah, I was in Sacramento. It was very fun. I did see some old... Um, high school friends and they were very excited about this podcast oh, and really? I was like do damn I, I was like no that's what I said I was like damn do y'all listen they just started laughing yeah my friends like, don't listen <laughs> my friends don't listen but they're like that's fun that you do that yeah. and I'm like well I guess that's a good thing you know you know fooling people into thinking you're actually doing something because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like let me tell you this. yeah it's really we're not, not doing much it's not doing much yeah. listen I'm here all. anyway all the time so yeah. we might as well start recording <laughs> But let me say, I love Beyonce and I love her relationship with her daughter. Because do you remember when she, uh, like, th- that meme of her, like, crouching down next to her and being like, and the, the meme was like, when Beyonce gets mad, it's like, get your ass over there. You better yeah. not be acting a fool. Yeah. So I think I like it. I think Beyonce. Uh, Beyonce like is bl- rising her to be a strong woman. Yeah, she's a black mom. Yeah. That's what black moms do. I love it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm really loving it. And yeah, what do you, Blue Ivy can have her time to shine, yeah. you know. Beyonce, it's her time to shine yeah. right now. Definitely. And not every picture has to be of Beyonce and that child. Yeah. Where are the twins at though? Mm-hmm. You know she got those twins locked up in like a in a room. Mm-hmm. She has them in like the top of the castle. <laughs> yep, just like uh Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty. Beauty. Sleeping Dem Babies. Oh my god. Well, this is going to be a very special episode of mm-hmm. Extra Extra. We're recapping our favorite moments, our favorite stories, and our favorite bits of 2017. And guess what? We are joined by no one. It's just us. Yeah, we keep that tradition alive. Mm-hmm. We're just going over our favorite moments. We don't care about anyone else's, yeah. obviously. But you probably like them, too, if you like this podcast. Yeah. Uh, 2018, 2017 was pretty bad for me. Uh, you know, started out with a root canal, Okay. Uh, lost my car because it broke mm-hmm. down, <laughs> had some deaths in the family. <laughs> it's been a pretty bad overall, overall bad year for me. But so there I'm, were some positives. Name them. Okay. Well, you had your first relationship. Okay. And then it ended. <laughs> okay. But you had that moment. Okay. You had your writing program. Oh, you're right. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. You had your best of show at the UCB theater. Didn't get picked up. But that's okay. It was still your best of. Yeah. Uh, thanks for trying (laughs) but you know what i'm always looking forward to 2018 my mom just bought me a new macbook Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm ready to start writing i literally pulled it out once and that was it (laughs) and i put it right back (laughs) into the case (laughs) but i think 2018 i'll be more uh motivated you know i'm trying to go into 2018 with positive vibes i'm going to 2018 healthier and happier Mm -hmm. and you know what if I want something this year, I'm going to go out and get it because that's the way I'm going to get exactly. it if I get it Julian made a good transformation this year. He started shopping at places other than Target. <laughs> a little, you know, a little too extreme, though. He bought five fur jackets in the span of one week. 
And then he complains about why his credit cards are maxed out. <laughs> Listen, there's a happy medium there, Julian. <laughs> Did you take back the full length hooded fur coat? I still have it. I still have it. I don't know when I'm going to wear it. And listen. And let me tell you, it's winter right now in Los Angeles. It's a good 70 degrees yeah, out right now. 70. But let me tell you, my therapist does say that there's no, uh, bl- uh, that I'm either black or white. There's nothing in between. <laughs> she calls me a contradiction. So I know I am. <laughs> okay. So you, yeah, you either buy one, a zero fur coats yeah, or five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, you do you. Yeah. You do you. As long as, you know, as long as you're happy. Let me tell you. As I long as you're not in Mosimo anymore, I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the Target brand if you yeah. guys don't know. They don't carry it anymore either. Oh, really? What do they carry? They have something Marino. called Good, Good Something. Mm-mm. Not the Khloe Kardashian line. It's called Good Something. I've never been a fan of Target, to be honest with you. Well, sometimes when it's the only thing you can fit into, you have to be a fan of it. Who knows? I think 2018 is going to be full of a lot of surprises, a lot of happiness, you yeah. know? And I'm like, I'm glad 2017 happened because that was literally my worst year ever, you know? Uh-huh. I was like at my very bottom Hasn't mm-hmm. gotten better, but you know what? 2018 is looking at. I might take an improv class. Who knows? Yeah. Like that's going to fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into our top uh, favorite stories. I guess we'll go, you know, one by one and like, let, let's talk about them real quick. Recap, you know, bringing back, you know, our favorite uh, memories. Because it has been 12 months is a long year. A lot has happened, you yeah. know. And like, I could only remember like the last couple of months, you know. So I had to like dig mm-hmm. in like our um, history to see like what happened. And a lot of fun stuff has happened. Do you yeah. want to start us off? Okay, sure. One of my favorite stories of the year was when Lord had her secret onion ring Instagram account where she was gonna secretly rate onion rings oh, but yeah. then people found out it was her account and i love this story because it was just so random i know that's the thing i yeah lord i'm telling you we joke about how she's a 50 year old woman yeah but this is some shit my aunt would do yeah. she's like a retired person like a who retired has bus driver she has no hobbies so she has to start a, a, a onion ring instagram account that is some that is like some real sad shit you know that like a widow would do yeah. you know like someone who just lost their husband and their kids are gone so she's like i'll just start an instagram lord you're like 19 you're not (laughs) even 19 how old is she she's like 19 or 20 she's very young lord i don't throw a house party or something goddamn yeah that is insane to me uh but i guess whatever makes you happy she seems kind of boring i know and to be honest i never even checked out this new album because she just looks boring too i know i i barely like that one hit she had me too diamonds or whatever it was called mm-hmm. royals mm-hmm. yeah it was okay yeah, um, she knows she's nothing special i mean maybe she has a really good instagram account like her onion ring is a really good instagram account maybe that's like where her forte lies well it, she canceled it when um, everyone found out it was hers okay which i don't know why i would have been like once they found out i would have been like yep this is lord's onion rings account because you have we both have multiple instagram accounts uh-huh. i quit mine immediately <laughs> yeah i'm still doing mine because i have no life <laughs> you're like lord <laughs> Except Lord has much more money and success. Than yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite stories of the year was uh, when uh, virtual, uh, not virtual, when a uh, viral video star Bad Baby roasted the fuck out of David Spade. Mm-hmm. Now, as we know, David Spade. But here's what I didn't know from the original story: David Spade tried coming for Bad Baby. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, as we know, David Spade is kind of doing nothing right now. He is. There wasn't a relationship with Naya Rivera. Is that true? Oh yeah, but I think it was just for. Uh, for like publicity. publicity okay well david spade must have been on one he must have just been like seen with like naya rivera or something because yeah. he came out he saw bad baby at a restaurant decided to go take a picture with her and then quoted the picture how about this and then tagged bad baby in it he said at bad baby is slightly underwhelmed to meet me unfortunately she stopped being famous five minutes before this was taken now this is some shit i would do where i would directly attack something now we did do this yesterday <laughs> And but he tagged her. Yeah, like he's trying to use her mm-hmm. to get follows because or to be knows. relevant. He's no, not relevant. He, yeah, nobody's seen him since SNL. I don't think he's ever been relevant. To be honest yeah. with you, he did Joe Dirt. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I can't name another thing David Spade has done. Me neither. That's it. I get him mixed up with Seth. I get mixed up with Rob Schneider. I get him mixed up with Seth uh, Green because oh, yeah, both Seth like, Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bad Baby clapped the fuck back As without she even does. without even having to clap back. Listen, David Spade, do not fuck with fourteen year olds, okay? Because yeah. they are immediately looking for a clap back, uh-huh. and don't fuck with them in both ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That too. Oh, yeah. We're not talking about that part of the twenty seventeen. <laughs> 
But she clapped back immediately and posted the same picture and captioned it. No lie, I thought this guy was the waiter. And I would too. Had I seen him, in, I would have been like, uh, sir, a water? Yeah, exactly. Because he did look like the waiter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I yeah, I feel like don't come for Bad Baby. It has been a good year for her. Yeah, she's had hits. Now, let me tell you, she's dropped about six singles in the span of two months. Uh-huh, and four know? of them are on the like the top 100 at the same time. Yeah, and de- my mom, I played them all for my mom, and she definitely did say they all sounded alike. Uh-huh, and I did block Jesse's mom. <laughs> but uh no yeah but you know they are literally a minute and 20 seconds long <laughs> i feel like she missed she maybe recorded like one long song and then just cut it up yeah. in six parts i think she just gets right to the point and then goes out like yeah she, listens, she just gets to the point and then she leaves there's no chorus <laughs> it's, no it's only a chorus there's no verse <laughs> But she's but I had, love it. I'd be going hard to her song. But she's had a good year. You know what? Someone yeah. said on Facebook, they were like, I'm glad she's not going down like the, you know, selling her body, you know, route, you know, that Miley Cyrus was doing. Yeah. You know, Miley was like posing naked or whatever. Uh-huh. Bad Baby hasn't done that yet. Bad Baby is just well, a bad, bad baby. Only 14. I mean, Miley at that point was like 22. But still, like, you know, the girls are like acting scandalous from like 10, you yeah. know, but she's not. She's acting like a bad baby yeah she's acting like a hardcore bitch like what we you know what we love her for yeah. so i think if she keeps on doing that i think she'll go very far in 2018 yeah and she's made millions and davis babe will probably die yeah i mean <laughs> she's made more than him this year than he's made his, in his whole career ah! let's be honest i, I don't let's think i honest. don't think that's true because he is a 50 year old man <laughs> so he's probably made more than one year well, with, without net neutrality i mean she's not gonna make any money anymore <laughs> so it doesn't matter you know, she makes all her money from the internet. But yeah, I can't wait to see what 2018 holds for Bad Baby. I'll be here for her. Okay, her. well, what I, who I don't care to even hear about in 2018 is Rooney Mara. Now, oh. to be honest, I did not know who this woman was until this story came out, and I don't want to know who she is now. Mm-hmm. Now, Rooney uh, revealed that she had never had pie in her life. My God. Okay, now, as a 31-year-old woman, what <laughs> woman hasn't had pie? I mean, not even once a taste. Now, she said... Um, I just really don't have a sweet tooth, and I was really, really a strange, picky child. Something about pies always grossed me out, and I just never tried it before. And then this came along, and I tried making them switch it to something else, but David really wanted a pie, so we did pie. Now, this is in regards to a movie she did this year where she had to eat a whole pie in a scene. Now, you guys, what shames me most about this story is that it's not just a regular pie from Marie Callender's. Mm-hmm. No, this is a white woman. So <laughs> the pie the pie was definitely vegan, gluten-free, low-sugar, chocolate cream pie. That's not even a pie. That's not even a pie. To be honest, that is that's a like, disaster. That's vitamins. <laughs> that's vitamins baked into a crust. Oh, my God. I hate that. I hate it. Like I was like, okay, you know, I, I could forgive her for never having pie. Maybe she wasn't raised around pie, so now she's had a pie. But this is not a pie. This is not a pie. Now, she still hasn't had a pie. She hasn't had a pie. It's like I, I feel like that's like some attention grabby stuff that she wanted to make headlines yeah. with. Or maybe she's just a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I remember, I remember this story because this is when me and Julian fought. Yeah, because you're Keep a the cake. Nail because I'm a cake person. And I'm a pie person. I'm a cake person. Now don't get me wrong. The gluten-free slice of cake that comes from the frozen section in the Ralph's Market, it tastes like real cake. Let it me gets tell me you, fucked up. It's so good. Everyone I'm is a pie person. Everyone's always pie. like, everyone's always like, pie. I love pie, 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 pie. And they're like, pie with ice cream. And I'm like, no. See, that's the thing. No pie you with whipped cream. See, no. You just a, a pie, a piece of pie, a piece of pie versus a piece of cake. A piece of cake will always win. But but the piece of cake is so heavy. I, it's so good though. It's so rich. It's so good. And a pie is just, to me a pie is more for an adult. A cake is for a child. No no no. Because no. you wouldn't see a birthday pie at a child's birthday. A, a pie is for like people that just they don't they don't want. I mean, why not get a pie if you're gonna eat? I mean, why not get a cake if you're gonna eat a pie? Because it's for an occasion. Like a, you know, sometimes you want. And cake they're so small. They're so small. But you're gonna eat the same. They're so small. You eat the same slice of cake or the same slice of pie. No, I I just I can't I can't get behind pie. I think it's a white person thing. I love cake too. To be honest, like it's not like one or the other. But if I do go out and they had pie on the menu, I would definitely get a pie. I mean, I can't eat either. Listen, I but when we reported the story, Instagram stories did not have the poll feature. Yeah. So I think we're definitely gonna do that. Yeah. And see what happens. We did try it on on Twitter. no one no no one follows us and you know what here's my 2018 um new year's resolution i'm not gonna post on facebook anymore because i feel like everyone has unfollowed me Uh (laughs) because like i've been posting like a lot of stuff recently that gets like maybe four or five likes yeah and i'm like people have probably unfollowed me i post too much and i like promote my stuff too much Mm -hmm. so but why does it matter if 
if you're not getting a response, just do it for yourself. No. No? So no. you're posting nowhere at all? No, I was doing it for other people, you know, to like my stuff. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to, you know, I'm okay. only going to post for the important stuff. I think you should completely delete your Facebook. I'm thing. not going to delete my Facebook. No. Oh, then what's the point of not doing it? Because I'm going to b- not post as much. All right. I'm going to hopefully get you my... You barely post. The only stuff you post is about your shows. Exactly. That I don't want to post just about So then what show. are you going to post? Nothing. So just delete the account. You no. just want to be on a stock? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Do not. Uh-uh. I can't. <laughs> All right. One of my favorite stories, and this is also one of the most tragic stories of 2018, was Kim Zolchek tweeting at, not only, he wasn't tweeting at John Legend. She was tweeting at John Legend's wife. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen, a.k.a. the most annoying person of 2017. Mm-hmm. Now, Kim Zolchek uh, wanted to see a uh, John Legend concert so she decided to make a quote-unquote joke, tweeting at Chrissy Teigen, quote, at Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen, your hubby is so, oh, <clears throat> at Chrissy Teigen, so your hubby is coming to ATL May 19th and Cash is beyond obsessed with him. Who does Brielle have to blow in order to meet him? LOL. Now, this is damn tragic. Let me tell you. If you're gonna, if you want, if you want to make a joke about blowing someone for John Legend tickets, don't make it on behalf of your daughter. She's of age. But still, don't. I mean, make it about yourself. I mean, that's just she's married. So, that's just so gross. Who? Her daughter? No, Kim. She can't be like, oh, who's dicked after that? Because she's married. But that's. I feel like a better joke than who does my daughter's dick have to suck. A better but joke than man, like whose dick does cry have to suck? Oh, that, see, that's what it is. That's what it is. But Chrissy Teigen, her extra ass cell has nothing better to do, so she immediately responded, mm. please don't blow anyone. It's not that good of a show. J- okay, she got some jokes. Yeah, yeah. JK, it's good, but I'll get you ticks without the oral. Mm. So she, I mean, maybe it, so it worked. Maybe it worked. The, but maybe the daughter wanted to suck dick. <laughs> then Kim should have said that. Maybe but she was trying. Maybe she was trying to be like you know, trying to be like sly about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like her daughter's like, "Mommy, mommy, I really want to suck John Legend's dick." And Kim's like, "Well, I can't go out and say that, yeah, you know, because then they're gonna, gonna call you a hoe. I'm gonna. <laughs> they're gonna call I'm you gonna, a hoe for wanting to suck dick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bury under it under that you want this. Take, she's yeah, a good mom. Yeah, yeah. Kim's a good mom. I came full circle around to this. Kim Zolchek is a good mom. She wanted to, you know, she wants her daughter to get some D. Yeah. But she doesn't want to make it look like hey, she that, just that's wants. How I took it. Yeah. She wants to be like, okay, you know what, Brielle, you know, uh, she wants to take us LOL, mm-hmm. but she also, she just wants that dick. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. I mean, that's what we all want. We all want the dick, you know? And you know what? Maybe I should take this yeah. into consideration. You need to start, that's what you need to start using Facebook for. Yeah, I really need to start doing that, you know, using that for Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. hey, at um, Asian AF or at, you know, one of these popular shows at ECB. Yeah. Whose dick do I have to suck in order to see this show? But it's like, I just want to suck the yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's smart. You know what? That's what my 2018 is going to be about. Yeah. Because I've been, I've gotten the uh, advice to be very upfront, and I feel like that doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't work mm-hmm. for me because people. When, yeah, when people see that you're being upfront with what you want, uh-huh. they take it as like, oh, this person wants too much for me. Yeah. And it's like, well, I do, but I don't want to have to. It's all about playing games. Yeah. You know what? 2017 so was. So then you, uh, so you're gonna get the dick and free tickets too. It's exactly. A 2017 was no games. 2018, I'm going back to playing mm-hmm. games. I'm going back to playing games. But let me tell Suit you. Suit me on up. Suit me on up. Let me tell. You, I'm not good at playing games, but I'm gonna get you played. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't wait. Is it my story? Yeah. Thank you, Kim, for giving me my motto of 2018, mm-hmm. going back to playing some games. And thank you to me to helping you see the light. Thank you. Okay, because I tried to help you figure this out last time. Okay, well, another one of my favorite stories from this year was when Sharon Osbourne called Kim Kardashian a hoe. Wow. Now, she said, um, I need to just say this whole quote. I'm sorry. She okay. said, Kim says she's doing everything in the name of feminism, but that's not feminism. Those girls live off their bodies. Half of L.A. has been through them and everything they do is from the sex tape to the plastic see-through dresses and the gym wear is about sex, not female progress. God bless them. If Kim wants to show off her body, fine. But that's not feminism. That's being a hoe. And that's there's nothing wrong with being a hoe, but always remember what you are. Wow. Now, now this is uh, for uh, out of anyone to say, call anyone a hoe. Of Sharon Osborne, girl, your man dragged you for years, <laughs> dogged you out, and you're calling this woman a hoe? I mm. I don't remember what side I was on, but I've, you know some you know people change throughout the months yeah. or whatever. I think I'm on Kim's side. Me too. 
you know, I think I might have been on Kim's side, but it's like Sharon. I mean, she was what do you call it, the charm school headmaster yeah. or whatever. She knows a real hoe. She, you know, Kim, I think, is like a smart businesswoman. Yeah. And I feel like Sharon's had so much plastic surgery, you know, but Sharon came into like fame a little later in life. Had she looked like Kim Kardashian when she first came out on the scene, yeah. she would have been using it. She would have using her body. Thing, yeah, here's the thing it's like we keep wanting to bring up Kim's sex tape. That was legit from 13 years ago. Like, yeah. we need to get over it. Mm-hmm. Like, She's a um, business mongol, as a friend of Shalina <laughs> would say. So I think we need to focus on her as a businesswoman. Like, and if her mind, if, if showing off her body is being a feminist, then that's her definition of a feminist. Who are we to judge her mm-hmm. for what her definition is? Yeah, Sharon, I think you got this one wrong, mm-hmm. baby. You know, and uh, yeah, your husband did. She, you know, it, it was confirmed that she that he had at least six mistresses throughout their marriage. Yeah. Kim wouldn't stand for that, uh-huh. I don't think. You know, I read a, is, I read a magazine cover while standing in line at the grocery store that Kim and uh, Kanye are getting divorced. Now, obviously, it's probably fake news, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think Kim would. It stand is for good it. to stand by your man, but like not when it's disrespectful mm-hmm. to yourself. Okay. Yeah, and, and it's I've, also disrespectful to stand against women. You should always stand with a woman. Yeah, and I feel like yeah, if Kim wants to like show off her body, good for it. You yeah. know, if we all have that body, I would too. Immediately, yeah. are you me kidding? Too. Are you Get kidding me? Here. She's not hurting anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm all team uh, Kim. I feel like Sharon needs to take my advice and maybe not post as much, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, <clears throat> all right, now this is one of my favorite, favorite, absolute favorite stories of the year. Becky G, who I have no idea who that is, but Julian, she, she is. She was like a yellow Power Ranger. Okay, and she also had a semi-hit called Shower. Uh-huh, from not sure. years ago. And I remember she did like a parody of Jenny from the Black. Uh-huh, did she? Oh, God, what a, what a tragedy. But Becky G... Was at a Fifth Harmony concert. Now, mind you, I didn't have the facts straight the first time, which is why it was so funny. Becky G. <laughs> okay, let me just set this up for you. Becky G. C-list celebrity opens for Fifth Harmony uh, in, like in, their Brazil. La- in their Latin American tour. Becky G. Perfor- literally performs on stage, <laughs> opening for them, right? Gets off stage, and then Fifth Harmony comes out. Becky G. wants to go on stage with Fifth Harmony while they're playing one of their hits. Becky G gets dragged off stage because security thinks she's a fan. <laughs> what a shame. Just, what a shame. Well, she was just she on was stage. She was just on stage. The fact that the security guard wasn't watching to know that. <laughs> a, the security guard either didn't recognize her. Uh-huh. The security guard either recognized her but thought, oh, they don't want her on yeah. stage now. Or they didn't watch her performance yeah. and were like tuned out. All those options are t- bad for yeah. Becky G. <laughs> but this is probably one of the funniest things that I've ever had. Because as we know, Lil Mama made her claim to fame by jumping on stage mm-hmm. with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. And no one stopped her. Yeah. When you're less like famous than Lil Mama <laughs> to be able to go up on a stage and get, dra- and get dragged off. Now that's a damn, damn shame. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so, so funny. funny for us, you know. <laughs> I, and then, like, I remember Fifth Harmony felt bad and then brought her back on stage. I was like, no, she's with us. She's with us. <laughs> and it's like, don't make a wish for this yeah. poor girl. You know, it's like, <laughs> let her go off. Let mm-hmm. her go off. And I think that's a good lesson for 2018. You know, just go for it. Yeah. You know what? You might get dragged off stage. Yeah. You know, you might you might earn the chance to be able to go back on stage with Fifth Harmony. But there's someone always ready to drag you down. Uh-huh. And there's right? always someone ready to take your spot. There's always someone ready to drag you off and say you can't. Yeah. But you know what? You can. And they always say it's not about how hard you fall. It's about how gracefully you get back up. Exactly. But she so was they probably dragged her heart off that stage. She was probably kicked but out. She dust, <laughs> off, she dust off her knees. <laughs> and she went, she held back her tears and she went back on that stage. She was and trying she to. she did a little, you know, a little. Uh, they were like, you are not Camila Cabello. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what happened to this Camila? What type of plastic <laughs> surgery does she have? She don't look the same. So, yeah. If anything, just follow in Becky G's footsteps, uh-huh. okay? Now, go and do whatever you want to do, okay? If you want to go back on stage, go back on stage. Yeah. You might get dragged off, but you know what? In the end, you know who's going to be there to pick you up? Fifth Harmony. Your friends. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And Fifth Harmony. <laughs> so, go and do it, Becky G. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Now, one of my absolute favorite stories of the year. Now, this was an episode Jesse was not a a part of, so he might not have heard this story because he doesn't listen when he's not on the podcast. (laughs) Brandy claimed that Whitney passed her the torch. And white people, we aren't talking about the tiki torches, okay? Oh, (laughs) 
Good throwback. It all started when singer Monica posted a tribute to Whitney Houston the morning of Whitney's birthday, sharing a brief but heartfelt happy birthday message. Quote, happy heavenly birthday, Nippy. You still inspire many and touch hearts daily. You will forever be the greatest. You will forever be missed. Now, shortly afterwards, Brandy followed up with her own series of posts honoring her, quote, fairy godmother, while claiming that Whitney passed her the torch before she died quote lord have mercy on my soul happy born day whitney you live on in me i can feel your spirit inside of me and all around me my angel my friend my fairy godmother i love you forever thank you for trusting me with the torch you live on in me and no one on this planet loves you the way i do yeah i said it because that's what i know because that's what you told me there is not a day that goes by that i don't think of you now what, what who are your co-hosts during this now this was with lauren as a, my guest co-host and our guest was travis great now what do they think about this story I don't remember. Because let me tell you, this sounds a lot like Jesse Esparza and his friend Kelly Marie Tran from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Brandy! And you know what the thing is? Whitney's not there to be like, I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> so like everyone has to be like, okay, Brandy, you delusional yeah. weirdo, you know? Because as everyone knows, my friend Kelly Marie Tran is on Star Wars. And let me I'll be honest with you, we took one class together. <laughs> But she knows me. Yeah. I remember this year at the Diversity Festival at Second City, I saw her and I was like, hey, girl, how are you? Oh, my God. Da -da 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 -da. Now, let me tell you, if I could go back in time, I'd be like, oh, girl, we need to get together. Da -da 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 -da. But, you know, it's, that's our friendship. You know, yeah, hey, girl, yeah. how are you? Da -da -da -da. Walk away. You yeah. know, now I see this bitch as an action figure. Yeah. So now I'm like, God bless my best friend, <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran. <laughs> Kelly. Now, did, that, did Kelly pass you the torch? KT. She didn't pass me nothing. No, she passed me on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> broken down <laughs> but uh yeah so this is this rings true to me brandy but brandy you're better than this i think i yeah. don't know like don't i mean you can't do that because whitney's not there to be like bitch shut up you know yeah she never she was never saying this when whitney was alive you yeah, know that yeah, she passed she the torch yeah she's never saying that i think brandy is just a little bit delusional i think she is but she knows that she can do it because uh -huh. whitney isn't there to and say she also no. knows she can get away with it because she did murder someone so with her car so <laughs> <laughs> she knows she can get away with anything <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God, I was going to say, you know, Whitney is like probably haunting her. Uh, like, you know, her not nightmare. the person yeah. that she killed, but the, the Whitney is haunting yeah. her right now. Like, like, bitch, girl, stop talking about me. Girl, keep your name out my mouth. I didn't pass you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, if yeah. anything, I passed you the cocaine and you said no. Ooh, Julian. It's like, girl, we did one movie together yeah. and I was high as a cat. I don't even remember <laughs> it. Come on. <laughs> girl, I didn't even know your name. I thought you was. I thought you were the person that did. Uh, uh, what's what's the t the table with treats called? <laughs> what? Oh, the craft services. I thought you were the craft girl. Girl, you can't sing. Girl, your brother's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brandy, keep dreaming. You know what? This is a good lesson for 2018. I love how there's lessons in every yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like we can always learn from our mistakes. Brandy, keep well, we can learn from other people's mistakes. I know, exactly. Brandy, keep dreaming. Uh -huh. And I'm going to dream, too. I'm going to dream, too. Brandy once said, you know I what? have a dream. So, me, too. You know what? Kelly Marie Tran did pass me the torch. Uh -huh. All right. So, I'm going to be in Star Wars 9, 10, and 11. Okay. And I'm going to get my own Star Wars spinoff show. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Kelly, if you're listening, please call me. <laughs> I will give you my number. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now, this is a great story. Now, I broke this story in the, in the fact that I was the first person to watch it and share it. Okay. There's no one who's really taken over, you know, Instagram or, like, been more memed than in politics than our wonderful, beloved Maxine Waters. Mm -hmm. Now, she comes from our great state of California. She's representing us. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's a, a and strong. When we, say us, we mean us because we are from California. Now, other than the fake people mm -hmm. are transplants in California, but this is our state. This is our state. Okay. Maxine Waters was repping me when I was born. Yeah. Okay. And me too. Okay. okay. So she was repping me, not okay. you. Yeah. Okay. When I got my driver's license, she was repping me. You're from okay. Virginia. Okay. Yeah. You're okay. not from California. Yeah. You're from born Baltimore. And okay. She's been to Sacramento before. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure she's been to North Hollywood. Okay. Okay. So Maxine got our backs. All right. Uh -huh. and, and we got her back. Maxine came to prominence for me. When she was asked about the FBI head of board of directors, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And she literally, it was a press conference where like, you know, press conferences last so long, you know, and they, everyone answers every question. Da, 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 da. Maxine got right to the point. She said, he is a thief. He is not worthy. Da, 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 and just walked away. It was like a 10 second press conference. Mm -hmm. And that's what made me go, oh, this woman is real. I love her. But she didn't come into worldwide, you know, fame until 
I don't know what this is called. I don't know what politics are, but it was like a, it was like I don't what a, 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 a town hall is what I would <laughs> think to call it. No, I know this is wrong, but it's like a town hall meeting kind of, you know, where they're grilling one man. Yeah, and she, she's in. A, she's asking, you know. Because I guess, you know, they only get like a certain amount of time. So she's like, okay, now what? let me tell you what happened. Did you receive my letter that me and my colleagues sent you? He said, okay, let me first start by. So he was trying to like. Go around the question. He was trying to take his time he was trying with to, the question. He was trying to waste time uh-huh. leading up to the answer that he did it right back. Cause, yeah, because if he could waste the time on the clock, then he doesn't have to answer it. Now, this is a tactic that those Republicans love to do. They love to waste time. So then when the time is up, they don't have to answer any questions. Mm-hmm. But Maxine is an old, wise woman. And, and Maxine she, watches Mob Wife. She knows. And she knows exactly what to do. So she, she blurted out, Maxine shouted three words that we took in 2017 and are taking into 2018. Mm-hmm. Julian... Let's say it. Reclaiming my time. All right. Now this, I'm going to get this tattooed on my neck. I'm going to get it tattooed on my throat. <laughs> I'm going to get it tattooed right here between my eyes. I'm going to get it tattooed between my bed cheeks. Because everyone, everyone needs hole. to know. Everyone needs to know. I need to, I'm reclaiming my time. Me too. All right. I don't have time. I don't have time to waste. Me all too. Right? We're only getting older. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't have time for the bullshit. Yeah, okay. Everyone knows this year I was looking hard for love. And I was wasting all my time on these apps. And guess exactly. what? Last night I did delete all the apps. Uh-huh. I'm reclaiming my time. I'm meeting someone IRL. How about that? Exactly. Now, I do have two contradicting things about I'm playing games in 2018 and I'm also reclaiming my time. But I think I can do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can reclaim my time and play games. Yeah. All right. That's what a mastermind you does. You can reclaim your time, but waste other people's time. Exactly. Okay. And that's what I think I'm going to do. Because Maxine Waters shut it down. She said, I'm reclaiming my time. Mm-hmm. Let me get to the question. Answer the question. And she wouldn't take no for uh-huh. an answer because he kept trying to do it. He and kept trying to do it. And he kept trying to do it. And he kept trying to get like the, the judge, to, the be like, judge oh. to be like, okay. But she said, no, these are the facts. She said, in this in this lot here, in this uh, number, this ruling, in this one, in yeah. this one. And he said, you know what? She's right with the lot. Exactly. So just answer her question. It's just answer the question. So yeah. the guy got her back. Uh-huh. You know, the world has your back in 2018. You just have to reclaim your time. Time, yeah. All right. And you know what? Do whatever you want, you know, but don't waste my time. Mm-hmm. All right. Because I will reclaim it. Yeah. I'm going to cut you off. I'm going to say, no, I don't have time right yeah. now. I'm going to reclaim it. 100%. And I'm also going to play games with Me you. too. <laughs> Great. Maxine, thank you so much. I really hope you don't die anytime soon. You are an older woman. <laughs> I hope one day you can host SNL. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you can run for president one of these days, mm-hmm. but I think you uh, you were a gift in 2017, and you'll only continue to flourish in 2018. Thank okay, you. Okay, now from one strong black woman to another. Lil Mama made a transphobic joke, mm. and Twitter dragged her. Now, you, if you guys remember, this story uh, just took Jesse and I... Oh, yeah, we did this with John Gabris, and that motherfucker didn't know what was happening. Okay, so now I'm gonna he try just to sat re- in silence as we laughed. So... <laughs> I can't even get there. <laughs> <laughs> so Lil Mama took to Instagram and decided to make a corny, distasteful joke at the expense of the trans community. Quote, so I was thinking if a guy runs into a tranny and she says, hi, my name is Amanda, and he starts to date her, and later on he finds out that she's a tranny, he can't get mad, right? Because she did say uh, she was a man. Duh. Oh, my God. Now that is not even a joke. It's not even a that joke. That is a joke, but it's a bad joke. But hold on, as you guys know, it's these replies. Now, everyone knows I love Twitter replies to mm-hmm. things. Now it's these replies it got, that they set really her on fire. Let me tell you, little mama had never felt a burn as hot as this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch the stove, little. I guess when a 14-year-old ignorant little girl is out here more relevant than you, it's time to shake it up. You knew the trans community would address it. You needed the platform. You lame-ass bitch, that cheap-ass wig you've been wearing for years. Yo, little bow, you just don't know the way you move so fast across the floor. Look-ass boy, bitch, you tried and you tried it. (laughs) Cheap-ass middle part fucking... (laughs) Wait. (laughs) <laughs> cheap ass middle part fuck you walking from getting approved for stamps like bitch you ain't got money left let's talk about you not paying motherfuckers for your cheap ass video you transition from not being noticeable to ee fucking irrelevant you know tranny's a slur why would you post this if you supposedly uh support ballroom culture little mama joking about tranny's like shaping cosplaying as bower <laughs> 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 this oh. whole time the irony of you making transgender jokes when you look like bow wow swim brother oh. who transitioned into a woman hard face ass oh god <laughs> bitch. <laughs> bitch. 
Oh my god. How the fuck you making jokes about trans individuals and using a slur when you look like Bow Wow with a shake and go wig on? For someone who gets called a man daily, you would think you of all people would know this is tasteless, but you don't think, Lil Mama. Lil Mama, why is it that whenever you open your mouth, nothing intelligent ever comes out? Lil Mama, the word tranny is a slur. You strong face, no talent having. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> they they lit her up. And this she, is one hundred. My this is legit. My absolute favorite story of the year because it made little mama relevant again. <laughs> it did because she went from only being known as like you know just day topper, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> to being <laughs> little bow wow's twin sister. Yeah, I, I mean, and yeah, they lit her up. And I, we haven't heard from her since. We haven't. She's been quiet. <laughs> yeah, as she should be. All right. <clears throat> We've approached my favorite moment of 2017. And let me tell you, this moment has shaped our show more than any other moment this year. That's mm-hmm. why it's my favorite, 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 favorite moment. It's not that relevant of a, you know, of a moment, you know, in the grand scheme of pop culture and, you know, the world and things like that. But it is very relevant to us, all right? Mm-hmm. And that, again, that is the only thing that matters. Yeah. All right? There is a... An actress. Mm-hmm. Couldn't think of an adjective even <laughs> to put before that. <laughs> there is an a-, a white actress, a white, a female white actress named Who's Elizabeth Banks. What? There's a female white actress named Elizabeth Banks mm-hmm. who came into our lives because I was reading a story about how they popped off on her because she reportedly said that Steven Spielberg never directed a movie that featured a woman. She went on to say, I went to Indiana Jones and Jaws and every movie Steven Spielberg ever made. And by the way, he's never made a movie with a female lead. Sorry, Steven. I don't mean to call your ass out, but it's true. Now, 2017 was probably the year of white women getting on their pedestals, you know, to beat their chests and roar out right to the world about how, Things are unfair, da 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 Not knowing that there's another side of this. Because Steven Spielberg sure ass did yeah. direct a movie with a female lead, and it was called The Color Purple. Uh-huh. Now, she's never seen it, but clearly. Now, she's clearly never seen it. Now, this is so ridiculous to me, because you know Elizabeth Banks was getting all uppity, you know, trying to be rah, 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 you she know. She was trying to rally the troops. She was like, trying to rally the troops. Me. Get but behind me. My, and, you know, she was like, my sisters, my yeah. sisters out there. He's uh-huh. never directed a... And the girls looked back at her and said, girl, you are stupid. You look so dumb uh-huh. right now. Egg on he, your face. Egg on your face. Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, other black actresses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he that was one of my first Steven Spielberg movies I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. So I even I knew that. Yeah. Elizabeth Banks. So Twitter clapped the fuck back at her and she had to apologize. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, a little little tiny story in the scheme of things. Yeah. But what really made the story pop is we don't know who Elizabeth Banks is. Now, everyone knows. I really thought that she was the woman up opposite Beyonce and obsessed. Now again, I even know who that woman is. Her name is Allie Larder because we keep mistaking yeah. her for Elizabeth Banks. But let me tell you, when me and Julian and our guest went back and forth, we couldn't find out who Elizabeth Banks was. I've I never don't, seen her in something. I don't. I've never seen her in something. I don't recognize her face. I don't recognize her name. Me neither. I recognize nothing. Me neither. All right. I recognize a sad sack of a woman that's trying to use the struggles of African-American black women mm-hmm. to her she advantage. She kind of looks like Chelsea Handler a little oh, yeah. bit. Like she kind of looks like one of those dogs with the long, fluffy ears. Yeah, she looks like a like a puffy kind of Chelsea Handler, yeah. you know, like a more plump, yeah. you would say. Oh. But I don't know. I don't know who she is. Now, we did. We've employed Sarah Koenig to do so many mm-hmm. serial rip-off or spin-offs, yeah. you know, and this has started it, I yeah. think, because we, we just need to know. We need a whole... I need a whole series. We need a whole series about who Elizabeth Banks is. Now, we had some people on the on the show. We asked them who she is, you know, follow-ups. This is yeah. one of our through lines through the year. Yeah. And they've told us, and we still don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess she was in Wet Hot American Summer. I've never heard of it, but it sounds disgusting. I... Have heard of it, haven't seen it. Okay. She was Alec Baldwin's wife in 30 Rock. Now, Never seen it. I did watch 30 Rock, but that's how irrelevant she is that I didn't. I don't remember her. I remember Tracy Morgan. Yeah. I remember the other one. You remember Ham. I remember Sherry Shepard. 
I remember all the other like little actors mm-hmm. and co-stars from that movie from that show, mm-hmm. but I don't remember her. She doesn't stick out to me. Yeah. Rachel Dratch. I know who that is. Yeah. Um, she started a website called Hoo Ha Ha, I guess. Uh-huh. Well, I know that because of our friend Nina, but yeah. I know it was affiliated with this girl. But I need proof. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know who this person is. And I think this is what has fueled us the most in 2017 is finding out who Elizabeth Banks is. And we're still trying to figure it out. Now, if anyone is out there listening to this, mm. this is our number one story. My number one story from 2017. It might be mine too. Please just if you you know if you have a Twitter if you have an Instagram just at Elizabeth Banks, if we could get her on the podcast, uh-huh. that would be a dream. Yeah, because I need to interview her. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what, what is have your you, name? What have you done? What is, have you done? Why are you relevant? Yeah. Why do you not know who? Why are you coming for Steven Spielberg? Why don't you know? Why are you coming for Oprah? Because to me, that's what she who she came for was Oprah. Why don't you know who? The, the color, color purple, purple is. is. I mean, come on. Like so, yeah. If you anyone can ask is my, out there, if anyone is out there and they want to help us out, just you know, maybe slide into her DMs. Yeah. Maybe you know, give her a link to this podcast and tell them to skip to I don't know the fifty minute mark. Mm-hmm. You know, and just tell them we are her favorite. She's our favorite story from 2017. Yeah. And we would be so blessed. Yeah. To have her. Sarah Koenig never got back to us, mm-hmm. but she's you know busy doing all of her other doings. What you is know? she doing? Because I've only seen uh, Sarah season one. Now Sarah season two. Because we've employed was her. We've employed her with other projects. That we I forget. gave her at least 67 seasons, and she hasn't responded. So one. So Sarah, we can't really you know count on you. So yeah. Elizabeth, we need to get straight to you. Mm-hmm. So please, if you're out there listening, please come on the podcast. Yeah. That's all we ask. Yeah. Now there have been two. Now I d- I couldn't decide who my favorite like celebrity was from two se- 2017. There were so many. There are new artists, I yeah. would say. You know, because you know, there's always gonna be bad baby, <laughs> and there's always gonna be the Real Housewives. You know, yeah. There's always gonna be this woman, quote unquote, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. She's always been there for some reason, but there are two breakout artists of this year. Yeah. Both very influential to both of us. Both equally influential to both of us. And we just can't decide who whose who's year whose year it was, because they both made many accolades, many and they both made many strides, and they both really you know have a come up. Yeah. So we'll. Just and I feel like that. 2017 was their year, but 2018 is going to be just the and if moment. If they could collaborate, I would die. Okay. I think Number they one, Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. She's having a come up. Mm-hmm. She has gone through so many accolades. Now, listen, she came from nothing. All right. She came from the strip She club. came from a little show called Love and, it, Love and Hip Hop. All yeah. right. And we, I remember talking about her one of our first episodes. We were talking about her back in 2015, I think. 16. 16. One of those years we were talking about her because she had the famous phrase, if, you know, if you got beat up, girl, I'll be with me. She going to have be with me forever. Yeah. So we quoted that, you know, I like her attitude or whatever. Yeah. And she had a big fishtail braid. I like, yeah. but she, you know, I thought, you know, she's going to, you know, start nothing, go, go, you know, continue to be nothing. Mm-hmm. She came out with the biggest song from 2017 of the year. Truly the biggest song. Now, she you knocked- cannot, with this song, you cannot change the station without hearing on every station. You didn't go to the club without hearing it. It was at the grocery store. I'm going to request the song to play. I'm going to request the song to play five times in a row at my birthday. Hopefully the DJ does yeah. it. Now, we did go to the club. We did go to the bar uh, two weeks ago. And the DJ said he would absolutely not play. He was song. a white supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> he was a white supremacist. So I don't like, you know, I don't respect that. I left right away. He, I left right away. <laughs> But this song, you know, it knocked out Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do mm-hmm. off the charts. Uh-huh. Okay. Bodak Yellow knocked off Look What You Made Me Do. All right. With this Monty Melfi, Cardi B has become one of only five rappers to top the chart at all, which includes Lauryn Hill, Lil Kim, Shauna, and Iggy Azalea. Mm-hmm. We should have left that last one off. But she became one of the first uh, women to have a, she became one of the first is also the female artist to top the hot 100 with a debut track without an accompanied artist mm-hmm. since Megan Trainer. But you know yeah. what? We don't, but we don't talk about her. <laughs> yeah. She also got nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. All right. Now she is the first female artist to be nominated for a Grammy without any other people on her side, you know, like uh, feature d- features. Uh, since they combined, you know, the best female rap performance and the best male rap performance. Yeah. She's been the first female since uh, that's it. And she's been the first uh, female, I think. Has Nicki Minaj been nominated for a Grammy? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, she has. But if she does win, she will be the first female to win since Missy Elliott. Yeah. So I think this is her year. 
and I think I'm here for it. To be honest, I I love Cardi B. I am here for everything, and I want her to win everything. I don't think she won the Grammy because she's in competition with all men. But that's what makes her stand out. I know. I think that's what makes her stand out. Is like Kendrick in the list with her? I mean, I don't know who's. On I the think list, the men will split their votes. This is going to be a Abraham Lincoln type story oh, where it's, okay. you know Dark Horse wins. And I'm telling you, I'm here for it. Me too. I can't wait. I can't. She's so unique and so herself. And I, I'm, I'm just cheering for her. Now, let me, me tell too. you, the second single, not as much of a bop, but I still listen to it. Me too. You I know? listen to it. I still listen to it. it. Good. She it's also has a bunch of other... Okay. You now, know, she does, now, she does uh, reuse a lot of her lyrics and a lot of her features, but it's okay. You know, yeah, it's okay. You know, we're here for you. You know, what can you do? It's a good song. It's a good song. Now, the other woman on our list who's number one, because there is a tie, she's also genuinely herself. Now, there's a little movie that came out this year. I'm starting to tear up. Now, this was the, a great year for movies. You know, a lot of great movies came out, but this movie really woke something up in me. And let me tell you, I've never seen a movie more than once in the theater. I saw this movie three times in the theater. I remember watch, looking at billboards. Me too. Right? And we're like, who is this girl? I was like, who is this? I don't know what this movie is. But I start, I was like, I like it because it's like, it's it's funny, yeah. you know? And so I started promoting it. I started promoting it. As I do, you know, I love the Medea movies. I love, you know, Last Man Holiday. I love all those types of movies. So I was promoting it like crazy. It wasn't until I watched the movie that I was like, holy shit, this is a good movie. And we're talking about Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. One of the best movies of the year. Because mm-hmm. not only was it funny, it was heartfelt. It had great performances. You came, 100 million. you came for Queen Latifah. You stayed for... Tiffany Haddish. Now, Tiffany Haddish stole every scene she was in. She stole the movie. She really inspired me after that. Now, Tiffany Haddish has been around longer than Cardi B. She's 37, I think, 38. Mm -hmm. She's a little older, you know, and that's just more inspirational to me. Yeah. You know, because you don't have... Cardi B's like 25, but she's also been working for a long time. But you never give up, right? Yeah. And that's what's really inspirational to me about Tiffany Haddish that she came in hot. She came in ready. Uh-huh. She took this opportunity and completely demolished it. And now she's on top of the world. Yeah. First female black comedian to ever host SNL. Yeah. All right. Nominated for an actor's uh, uh, Phantom Gotham Award, something mm-hmm. like that. She was not nominated for a Golden Globe, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. I can't get into it right now. I don't want to get emotional, but she still has a chance to get nominated for an Oscar. And I think yeah. she should because mm-hmm. she completely stole the movie. She... Yeah enveloped you know her character she you know she brought us in i think she needs also be she needs to be nominated for best writer for a movie because she did uh improvise most of her lines exactly she did reveal. and they kept it right in uh-huh. and i'm ready for it and i think that her year is only gonna get better yeah she has her hit book the last black unicorn yep she's has she made a new feature with a new film with uh kevin hart that yep. cheating man she has a special she has, she has special. the special come out mm-hmm. she's been on top of the world she's and best friends with taylor swift now yeah we listened listen we listened to all of her podcast yeah. interviews so we know everything about her uh-huh. she ha- her, her, her story is just so amazing yeah. she came from nothing uh-huh. she lost everything lost everything came from nothing had to be a mother to all of her siblings and she still kept hope alive yeah. she still is doing what we're doing yeah she's fight she fought you know she did shows for nothing you know she did workshops she did you know commercial classes she did she acting did classes. the same program you did the cbs she did diversity. a cbs diversity showcase she did you know she was just like us and for her to work that hard and finally get a come up uh-huh so inspirational and mm-hmm. i'm here for it and me i too. think for me tiffany haddish might curve out cardi b for yeah, my I think favorite it was, i think it was tiffany's year I think it was Tiffany's year because she had a close second because Tiffany worked so hard. Yeah, I think. And she deserved it Mm -hmm. and she earned it. And I think I love Cardi B, too. But Cardi B has a lot more years. This is the thing. Flourish. You have to be a mega superstar to be in a movie with not just Queen Latifah, not just Regina Hall, but but also Jada Jada Pinkett Pinkett Smith. Smith. And to take the shine away all three of those legends. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, when you're driving down the street before the movie came out, are you seeing the posters with the four ladies? You're like, who is that random girl? I was like, who is that? Who is she? I had no idea who she was. Oh. Even going into it, I had no idea who she At was. At first, even looking at the poster, I'm like, why is this young girl in this movie with these three women? Yeah. Because she just seems so much younger, too. Yeah. And I was like, and I not, I didn't really read anything. I was like, we were the, one of the first people to watch the movie, yeah. you know? But immediately from the get-go. But I was seeing like little... Um, you know, headlines like Tiffany Haddish steals the yeah, movie. Like, Haddish. The and best. I'm like, and I, Breakout you know, star. I tucked my hair back and behind my ear and I said, let's see. Yeah. And she showed, she showed, that yeah. is like what my dream is. You and know? that's another 2018 thing is, you my know number what? one, get, when you get an opportunity, 
smash it out of the yeah. park. All Give right. It everything. Give it everything. Smash it out of the park. So then when people go, oh, let's see what, you know, let's see what she does. Boom. Okay. Killed it. You got it. Yeah. You there's no there's no room for like you know um arguing yeah you know it's just she's number one mm-hmm. and i think i'm gonna yeah that's that's i think how i'm gonna enter my 2018 yeah going into it any opportunity 100%. i take i'm gonna completely smash and i'm gonna keep completely kill and i'm and gonna, you're gonna you're just gonna remain yourself yeah and i'm gonna give no uh-huh. i'm gonna give them no room to say i don't know about that yeah you, you know, know? everyone their note for me this year was be more yourself and i feel like i'm being myself mm-hmm. so i need to prove people that this, to, that this is me because they think that i'm not being myself and you know what but i am being myself but see we're learning so much from tiffany haddish yeah. cardi b i think you're great and uh-huh. i think you had a great song and i had a you had a great year you have more years to come yeah so cardi b will be on the lookout for you but tiffany haddish you took it yeah. she took it yeah, she Thank took you. the ball and she ran. So Tiffany Haddish, if you're listening, we will tag you. So hopefully, uh, maybe you can come on this podcast. Yeah, Tiffany, if you want us to come on this podcast and have us interview, yes, girl, I will throw Elizabeth Banks out the window. Let me tell you, I will throw her in front of a train. <laughs> I will do anything to get Tiffany. Whose dick do I have to suck to get you on this podcast? Whose dick does Julian's son have to suck? <laughs> I'll eat ass for the first time. Ah! To get to- <laughs> Okay, thank you so much. Okay, do we want to wrap this up with some other favorite, like, random moments from the year? Sure. Um, hold on, I did have a little list. Um, uh, my, you know, my favorite babies being born this year, of course, Blue Ivy or whatever had a sister. Beyonce had a, a child, whatever. My, You know, Heidi Montag had her baby with yeah. Spencer Pratt. That love is still alive. And uh, Mary Kay Letourneau had a baby. So, you know, good for them. And one of my favorite things from this year, as we kind of brought up a little, was the bling ring, too. Yes. I mean, the houses that were being broken into this year and the stuff that's being stolen just threw it out of the park this year. They yeah. were taking everything from celebrities, Yeah, which is my favorite thing, because you have too much. Let us yeah, have exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and I really did love our cold reads. Now, we they were a little too long, so I'm going to work on that for next yeah. year if we we'll still do cold reads. Yeah. Well, I'll make them a little shorter, uh-huh. but I love our cold reads, because I feel like it gave us time to grow as actors. And did we use it? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> But it's fine. Uh, I'm going to pour one out. One of the sad stories of this year was Fergie and Josh Duhamel oh, yeah. breaking up. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a lot of breakups this year. Tarek and uh, the Christina. other the Christina from Flipper Flop. Yeah. It's a damn shame. But, you know, I hope happy. I wish happiness upon you. Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, and then who was like, who, what was your favorite scandal that you, we talked about this year? Like with guests? Mm-hmm. We talked with Lauren about Amanda Bynes, mm-hmm. and I think that was one of my top ones. Yeah. Because she had so much knowledge. Oh, also, who did we interview about Anna, Anna, uh, Anne Hathaway? Oh, it was, what's her name? Janie. Also, with Janie Stoller, we talked about uh, Anne Hathaway and her undercover uh, mob boyfriend who was in the, oh, yeah. who was in the, the Vatican. That was uh, revealed a lot for me. And I really liked um, talking about the Winona Ryder scandal with Lacey. Oh, because she came with facts. She came with the facts. Yeah. And also, everyone knows I'm the biggest Winona Ryder fan. Yeah. And I think another one of my favorite scandals was, because it shook me to my core, was when your roommate, Ellie Woods, came on oh. and tried to prove us to prove, to prove to us that Tyra was a fake. Yeah. And we just did not buy it. I know! <laughs> Only time we've ever said no to a guest. <laughs> but it's fine. Ellie, love you. So yeah, this has been a great year. A great year of scandals, a great year of perseverances, a yeah. great year of lessons. Yeah, you know what? By the time this podcast comes out, it will be 2018. And we'll be on our new shit. But we'll be on all our new shit because guess what? 2017 for me personally was a year of character development Mm -hmm. and growth. Mm -hmm. And now 2018 is my Phoenix moment. 2018 is going to be my year of playing games Uh and reclaiming my time. That's going to be my year of not focusing on trying to date because I need to focus on myself now. Exactly. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for listening every week. Now, will you please give us a rating on iTunes? Yeah. And would you leave a comment? That would be great. And how about if you follow us on Instagram at two extra podcasts? That's the number two extra podcast. I'm on uh, Instagram at Jesse underscore is underscore awesome. And I'm North Hollywood Jewels. Now, I would usually say hit me in my DMs. You know what? Fuck that shit. Don't. Yeah. We're claiming our time. Yeah, I'm claiming my time. How about I'm that? play games with you. Yeah. Cash us on the other side. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> What's a creative podcast network? <laughs>